0: With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fancher reporting. One of the Democrats in the Iowa House of Representatives is Sharon Steckman of Mason City. Steckman, a retired school teacher, tells Radio On The Go News what she would like to see addressed before lawmakers adjourn for us to concentrate on those issues that are important to all and we're being sued by a group because we haven't paid enough attention to our 86,000 kids that need some mental health help. I'd like to see us working on that. And like I said, the nursing home crisis impaired waterways. I think that's a huge issue. And we need to look at how we can attract more people to come to our state. And I think working on these divisive issues, such as gender uh, identity, that sort of thing, is not helping us bring more people to the state at all. Republicans in the Iowa House of Representatives have a 64 to 36 advantage over the Democrats. The Senate subcommittee has advanced a bill that will let Iowans with a doctor's recommendation have a darker tint applied to the windows of their vehicles. State Senator Waylon Brown of Osage says the bill as written is not ready, but he would like to figure out a solution.
1: I have three people in my district that have, it's, it's uh, called Dracula disease, and the sunlight actually causes the blood to come up to the surface of their skins, uh, so they can only travel at night.
0: Dracula disease is a real genetic disorder that's likely the origin of the vampire myth. Iowans who suffered eye discomfort in bright sunlight, a condition called photophobia, Used to be able to get a medical exemption and the DOT's permission to have a darker tint apply to their vehicles' windows, but legislators repealed that law in 2012. Brown says he has constituents who got those window tint exemptions before it began to be illegal.
1: Those vehicles are about, I mean, they're they're at the end of their life, and they're not going to be able to get the window tint that they need to be able to uh, to be able to drive during the daylight.
0: Law enforcement officials say vehicles that have a darker tint on the windshield or the front side of windows are a safety risk. Iowa State Patrol Sergeant Wade Major says tinted windows prevent eye-to-eye contact between motorists, bicyclists and pedestrians at intersections.
1: So whether we have the right-of-way or not, uh, essentially you're going to look over to your left or right and you make that eye contact. Uh, what we're seeing nowadays with this tinted windows, those that are illegal to this date, not only the sides are being tinted, but also the fronts are being tinted. So that is a concern of ours because you don't have that eye-to-eye contact, uh, clear vision as you go through there.
0: Major also says officers approaching a vehicle during a traffic stop are trained to look for the driver's hands.
1: Hands are what's going to hurt us usually. Uh, When we approach a vehicle, we want to be able to see those hands for officer safety issues. And with a window tint, it distorts the vision You, you can't really see in there that well.
0: Law enforcement officials say encountering more tinted windows will make it harder to enforce Iowa's seatbelt law or see when a driver is illegally using a smartphone. The Iowa Falls Police Department yesterday afternoon arrested 25 year old Ashton Pearsall of Iowa Falls for violation of a no contact protective order and was also wanted on a Hardin County warrant for violation of his pretrial release from the original charge of unauthorized use of her credit card under $1,500 and for fourth-degree theft. Yesterday, the Franklin County Board of Supervisors completed a final review of the county policy manual. It will be presented for adoption at next week's board meeting. The Franklin Supervisors discussed a handwritten check policy. The auditor will draft a policy for the board to review. The Franklin County Board of Supervisors also asked the auditor to send a letter to the county drainage ditch spray contractor to set up a meeting with the board. Yesterday, the Hardin County Board of Supervisors approved a $10,000 loan for Iowa River Access and Steamboat Rock in preparation for the removal of the dam and anticipated increased recreational use of the river access. In other business, the Hardin Supervisors approved a budget amendment resolution and sold about 10 acres of land to Dean Bright in a public auction of $1,650 an acre. Last week, the Clarion-Goldfield-Dowes Education Association presented their initial contract proposal to the CGD School Board. The association is proposing a total package increase excluding insurance for 2023-24 of 5.23% and a 2.2% total package increase excluding insurance for 2024-25. The clarion goldfield Dow School Board will give the district's response at noon on February the 20th. Officials with CG Public Health say that North Central Iowa has been selected as one of five communities to participate in a new program to support partnerships between businesses and public health departments. The Innovative Multi-Sector Partnerships for Community Transformation or Impact in Public Health initiative strives to create public-private partnerships focused on areas of shared interest. The selected communities will work to strengthen economic prosperity by advancing public health and equity. Impact in Public Health will support the shared vision of health, equity, and prosperity by providing funding and technical assistance over a 15-month period to establish, develop, and begin to implement programs that strengthen community health. CG Public Health, together with NIAC, local child care organizations and centers and the Mason City Chamber of Commerce, will develop an pilot a business model to support access to child care tomorrow the rockwell city council will hold a hearing on the city's proposed maximum property tax levy for fiscal year 2024 and we'll discuss fireworks the rockwell city council meets tomorrow 7 p.m at city hall today's guest on the radio on the go newsmaker program is iowa lottery vice president mary neubauer We'll provide the latest on the huge jackpots in the Powerball and Mega Millions games and what lies ahead for the lottery this year. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program here's weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ following the news, weather, and obituaries with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fancher reporting.